Yeah, that's good. You got your tea ready? Cool. All right. Welcome to another episode of BD Radio, a Sunday night special. We're both both sitting here with our cups of tea. And a little bit too close to the mic, so I'm going to slide that over. But all good. Now, just before we get in, a little disclaimer. If you do hear some shrieking and a pause, Mary is still awake and she does like us to lie with her. But we're going to soldier on like champs. We have got a heap of questions to get through since our last episode. It's been a while, but we are back on the train. We've been super, super busy, as you can all imagine, with the reopening of the gym and everything. But we're here now. So let's get into it. First question. Oh, it's more of a topic, actually. It's one of my favorites. And you speak quite passionately on it, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you go. Thoughts on sushi? Sushi. <laughs> Yes, people do love sushi and people do think it's healthy and not takeaway. Um, I I personally classify it as takeaway. Um, Reason being all the things in it that make it extremely delicious, which is why people like it, Mm. is probably not something that you eat, like not something that I'd eat regularly. Um, So the rice, for example, it's not just rice in the sushi. You know, it contains sauces um that make it saucy and you know all the all the things inside sauces that yeah. make it saucy well i don't know i couldn't think well, of the word creamy yeah in the in the nutrition sense i guess it makes it a lot more calorie dense yeah than absolutely. if you were to make it at home well it's not yeah. just about the calories i know you're not about the calories ben <laughs> but i'm probably more about the ingredients and the calories um yeah. which most people know most of them hold most of the time like most of the time those two hold hands though uh, that is so not true. Most of the time. Okay. Don't argue Another on our t- first no, podcast, I was about though. to say, we're on the first question and we're already at it. Um, and same as what's inside the sushi, that makes a really big difference. So yep. if you're getting like a tempura prawn, yep. for example, compared to like a teriyaki chicken, there's going to be a bit of a difference there as well. Yep. Um, so just, yeah, identifying. Or if you're going the sashimi option, which is just, you know, fish raw mm, fish perfect sure that's great yeah um but actual sushi rolls like surprisingly contain most of them at least over 200 calories per roll per hand roll yeah i think which people are surprised by yeah it's one of those ones where i think the context i mean the context of nutrition always matters a lot but when you know if people are like oh i'm out and i would normally get kfc is sushi a better option and it's like well yeah but if it's one of those things where you're having it for every day for lunch like i think we could probably do a little bit better yeah absolutely but if it's a treat you'd be fine the same as you would for most things yeah but most people don't feel it like that they view it as like a a healthy meal yeah no definitely don't kid yourself yeah all right next question oh you had nothing else to add there no that's why i let you go oh yeah pretty happy to step back and let you shine wow um (laughs) next question vegan versus meat so i'm just assuming this is just the vegan diet versus meat eating diet and then in brackets protein powders and in general start with in general because this is so broad and we could probably talk about this for 20 minutes so like we'll try and keep it short and sharp which First is usually all, not my usually not my strongest. Yeah, can we start with vegan meat options? No, we'll finish with those because <laughs> that's just going to get like I'll 
I'll descend into a raving mess. Okay. So general. Start with general then. General. Okay. Off you go. Okay. The most important thing to understand, I think, and if you're vegan or even vegetarian, this will probably bother you a little bit. If it's for ethical reasons, go right ahead. I respect it. 100%. 100%. No problem. Just make sure that you're taking the proper, you know, like, just make sure you're researching the proper way to get the nutrients that you might be missing out from animal products. If you're doing it for health reasons, um, I'll have to disagree. Especially if you're doing it for weight loss reasons. This drives me nuts. Like where you've read on Instagram or someone's posted an article, this and that, I went veggie and lost 10 kilos. Like if it is just, there are so many other ways to do it. That's not absolutely miserable. <laughs> that is all I'll say. But health wise, like it's just, I think it's so much more efficient to include animal products in your diet to get the required nutrients. I feel like that's just a broad enough way of saying it. Absolutely. I think it's hard for anyone to argue against that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we eat meat, obviously. I used to eat heaps of meat. I don't eat as much as I do now. And I feel roughly the same. Like, you know, and it's so personal as well. Like, some people feel better when they don't. And we applaud people chasing what makes them feel good. So, absolutely. Yeah. Keep it rolling. Yeah, we do. Um. The bit that annoys me, like the argument for plant-based nutrition is always like, oh, you know, um, heart health or when you compare to the typical Western diet, which always winds me up a little bit because the typical Western diet is absolute trash. Yeah. So, you know, like... and (laughs) It's not hard to improve on. No. And when people have told me this in the gym, um, I'm like, yeah, but what about you compare it to my diet? Hmm. you know like this is the people who usually choose it for health are usually you know like they're at a higher level anyway like this sort of a little bit more intuitive and educated on it so yeah it's i mean it's comparing apples to oranges really but um yeah i'll quick sort of keep going on that a little bit but i think that's in a nutshell Do, yeah yeah oh, well i absolutely agree with you in terms of um like for ethical reasons, I think, yeah, yeah it's amazing. But I think yeah. it's pretty hard um, to convince me yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, that it's better for your, for your health knowing what, what we know yeah. about nutrition. Just on the ethical reasons though, like I think that's something that I've probably come a little bit more aware of in the last couple of years. You know, and I would say that, you know, listening to a couple of podcasts with vegan people on them you know and they're they're talking about you know like all sorts of animal cruelty and stuff like you sort of got a little bit um a little bit cold-hearted if it doesn't kind of ruffle your feathers a little bit like no one wants animals in pain and all that kind of stuff and we've um we've changed oh i mean we've always eaten high quality stuff but i've certainly upped my game there in regards to like the amount of money that we that we spend on our meat products in particular to make sure that it is ethically sourced local you know like locally farmed trying to like support the best possible ingredients and raising of the animals and And i was yeah and i was about to say sometimes i find that people that think they do a certain diet for ethical reasons 
actually don't eat ethically. Like, oh yeah. For example, like I know a lot of vegetarians that don't know much about the dairy industry, um, like and things like that. Whereas vegan, I do find to be like, if it is an ethical choice, it does make more sense to me logically. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, however, vegans tend to have a more highly processed diet. I'd, I'd take because they can't have so much they yeah. do have a lot of like processed carbohydrates like things yeah. that for health i kind of steer away from i mean i think like our answer to what's better kind of starts and stops with the why are you doing it yeah you know so if if like if you're if you enjoy meat products and you're doing it for health probably stop yeah if you enjoy you know if you're like strong on the ethics and all that, like just power on you can Love it. i was about to you can shop ethically and Absolutely. be a meat eater. Yeah, hundred um, percent. So yeah, like people just like everything. Um, like research what you're doing. Like there there are ways to do it. In, yeah, yeah, a better way. Um, in particular, the protein powders. Vegan versus yeah whey. versus okay. whey. Um, again, pers- personal preference. Um, yeah. we we use whey. Don't get caught in the weeds. Just find one that you like and stick with it. It's much yeah. of a muchness. And like, if you're really getting into the which one is going to be better, you're talking about the one percent. You're probably in fantastic shape health wise, anyway. So yeah, and also good. with protein powders, there's a lot more probably to look out for rather than yeah. pea versus oh, well, whey. That, yeah, like there are supplements a, in general. Isn't yeah, it? yeah, there are a lot of nasties in there again that we kind of yep. steer away from. A lot of numbers. Um, we used to have that raw one, remember? You hated it. Most feral thing I've ever eaten in my life. Are you joking? It was disgusting. Wow. Good ingredients though, like, you know, but whew, it was tough to drink. Oh, I don't think so. The one we've got now is good at Terra Madre in yeah, yeah, Northcote. It is good. It doesn't over... Like, the problem with protein powders, um, the flavoured ones are so sickeningly sweet. Yeah, well, we don't Oof. really have flavored protein anymore do we when i see ones that are like um like captain crunch cereal flavor just like like birthday cake oh Oh, says the boy who used to eat quest birthday cake bars yeah i don't anymore you can't they're horrible they're horrible for you as well anyone listening to this week's quest bars message me and stop please um the fiber I'll make all sorts of toilet jokes. Okay, stop it. They're terrible. Moving on. Oh, should we quickly touch on the meat products? Oh, anything that advertises. (laughs) Maybe you can go more than a word. So anything that advertises as meat that isn't meat. Mm. What do you think about that? Trash. Wow. Absolutely terrible. Yeah. Again, look at the ingredients, guys, and probably don't eat it. Yeah. I mean, if you want a sausage, have a sausage. If you don't want to eat meat, maybe just don't eat meat. Yeah. If you're doing it for health-wise, just please make sure you're doing it properly. Like, it sort of doesn't make sense to me um, to kind of swear off meat, but then just stuff your face with fake sausages. Like, you know, just like you can get the nutrients you need from the you know like vegans horses vegetarian horses and probably some supplements as well quality supplements yeah yeah. yeah, like all it is it just restricts your um it just restricts your kind of flexibility a little bit like you'll be eating a lot of the same stuff that's sort of what we've found i think yeah it's quite repetitive but like some people that works for that actually probably wouldn't bother me that much i don't mind eating the same thing over and over um, 
but I also dislike meat, so I won't be doing it. But anyway, yeah, let's move on. I think that kind of sums up our thoughts pretty well. Okay. Heart rate zones for training. Is it important? I think we've touched on this one before, haven't we? Well, we've been asked it again. Okay. Also, guys, if you've asked us, actually, you know what? This is on me because I had a couple of questions in the gym this week about metabolism. It's on the episode, How to Maintain Your Results. We go deep into metabolism, how it's changing and all that sort of stuff. But we, we might actually do another one because it was a good question on the specifics of eating more food without kind of gaining weight, which I think it's, set, it's kind of illogical a little bit. But once you kind of break it down, and I didn't have time in the class to break it down properly, but it's a good podcast, I think. How, how to Maintain Results, episode something. Well done. <laughs> Great marketing. You, you did well too. Great marketing. Remember the name of it. Um, no, it's just because I was scrolling back. I'm like, where's this episode? But I found it. Anyway, heart rate zones for training, important or not important? Okay, for who? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Depends on what you're doing. Again, depend, depends what, you, what you're doing. In the context of our style of training. Okay, well, you know what, guys? If you can't get to the gym three times a week, don't worry about your heart rate. The, this person does. Okay. Yeah. Um, are they training for something specific? No, general health. Just general health? Yeah. I wouldn't worry. Yeah, I mean, it. You know, we do a lot of strength training in our gym. We do a lot of short and sharp, um, you know, AMRAPs, EMOMs, like fast, hard conditioning. Not, not overly, you know, like long endurance style stuff. Like if I was a triathlete, absolutely, I'd be keeping a check on my yeah. heart rate because it, keeping it's a, it. Up yeah, for extended periods of time. It's a specific response that you're looking yeah. for, whereas we much prefer, and with our clientele as well, like just tell us how hard you're working out of 10, you know, and that gives us a pretty good idea or we can give you a pretty good idea of you should be, you know, like up around eight, nine at this point, you know, like that's, that's a much easier way to get an understanding of how hard a person's trying. Yeah. Like obviously um, athletes, like when they're trying to, you know. Yeah. <sighs> excel at what they do in life yeah 100%. Um, yeah really really important for them but no for general health yeah. and well-being you're absolutely fine and also remembering that when you go to a gym like that's what you're paying for that's all done for you yeah absolutely like we take into account how hard you're working from week to week and like program to kind of manage that yeah. and you know you guys who have been training with us for a while now can kind of see that, you know, yesterday was really hard today. will just be a little bit less intense, you know, and it, it flows throughout the week. And occasionally, you know, you might come to two tough ones in a row, but you've more than likely had a day or two off in between yeah. to recover. Yeah, so like, good. like people know, Oh, you know, four minute AMRA, I'm working really hard. You know, yeah. I'm working at a nine. Yeah. Well, actually those of you, I'm sure in the car will, nod your head to this but like if it looks easy on the board they're actually the hard ones oh yeah cool that doesn't look too bad i'm like all right but yeah it's the more complex styles that kind of force you to slow down and concentrate a little bit um but yeah heart rate zones in our specific case don't worry about it Uh um you know max heart rates as well if you're training for a a specific event or you're an athlete yes worry about it yeah 100 percent um just on max heart rate as well like i got the question i think it was like my max heart rate's 173 is that good or bad like there is no good or bad with max heart rate um all, all you need to know about it is as you get older it gets lower um resting heart rate's slightly different there's like the general 
rule of thumb and i say general because not everyone is in that general range like i was um well let me just explain the rule the general rule is that the lower your resting heart rate is like the fitter and healthier you are and you're like everyone knows the lance armstrong story was like 28 or whatever but he was also juiced to the gills so let's not you know let's not talk about him as the shining example like we're not all on epo like tour de france cyclists but i trained a guy whose resting heart rate was like 88 oh wow yeah he he was a triathlete he was on the bike talking to me with his heart rate at 191 which is like astonishing if my heart rate was at 191 i'd be like call the paramedics i'm serious he had the highest heart rate i've ever seen i was in shock and then i was like is this actually right and he had like the strap on all of it proper wow he's like yeah i have a really high heart rate wow that's very high just for context if if i'm about to blow a gasket my heart rate barely gets into the 160s yeah but that's that's low yeah i know but like (laughs) what's yours if you're going really hard on an air bike Oh, I'd be in the 170s at least. Yeah. But 191 holding a conversation? Is... That's crazy. That'd be like just ticking the legs over in warm-up sort of stuff. That's insane. Yeah, that's really weird though. Yeah. So, so don't... Definitely yeah. don't compare to that. I just thought it was interesting. For anyone listening to this who knows heart rates, you guys know that's crazy. All right, next question. Some nutrition ones, which is fun. Eggs, how many is too many per day? <laughs> um... There's a lot of been a lot of studies over the years, like eggs and cholesterol and yeah. that kind of thing. Cholesterol is what everyone sort of goes to with eggs. With eggs, isn't it? Yeah. Um, how, like I eat three eggs, for example. If if I'm having eggs as my protein source, I'd have three for my meal. Ben would have at least five. Yeah, it's um, sort of one of those ones where it's like. And what else do you eat in your entire day? I think a lot of these questions need to also take into account like total energy intake as well. Yeah. Where it's like when total intake yeah. is in check, yeah. you know, this amount's okay. But you'd be trying pretty hard to get to a level of eggs where it'd start to be negligent and kind of dangerous on your health. So for all of our clients listening to this, no such thing. Eggs many no, as you your want. eggs yeah. are fine. Unless you're like, oh, I have five eggs for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And I'm like... Okay, it might be time to vary it, but like that's sort of where we'd be have to get to. Um, recommended daily intake on packaging. What does it mean? Why is it important? What does it do? So this would be your RDI on the food packets on the back, um, on your nutritional information when it has like the, you know, per 100 grams, per serve, all that jazz. What do you reckon, Dan, RDI? Processed foods. No, what does it mean? Well, it means recommended daily intake. Of processed foods. Why is it important? No, just of anything on a packet. Oh, well, they've just worked out roughly what your nutrient needs are. Like, again, I don't think anyone, like, we don't, if you're at a point where you're eating a diet that is reasonably full of whole foods, yeah, this is irrelevant. Yeah. To me, if you need to look at a packet to figure out mm. like where you are nutritionally, like that's alarm bells for me. Well, it's also like this where it says recommended a daily intake. And I just think, for who? 
you know, like it's the it's based on the government has decided that yeah. a healthy male needs two thousand calories and this amount of protein, and it's like there's a difference between surviving and thriving. <laughs> like two thousand calories for a grown male is really low. Yeah, it is. Especially our clients who are active and yeah. you know, like training yeah. and wanting to see some kind of positive response from training. Yeah. It's really low. Also, like BMI is not not a very good like it would be based on that as well. Like yeah. so it'd be the based on an average yeah. um of a lot of different stats. But look at BMI for example, like we know as adults that that is not a yeah. good measure. And if I went to Google and I typed in like how much protein does a healthy male need in Australia? It would say something, and I'm pretty sure, like, don't quote me on this, but I'm pretty sure it's 0.8 grams per pound of body weight. Really? I would die. <laughs> like, and you know, so that's the amount that they have decided is a minimum to live. But there's, you know, but there's a difference between a minimum to live and then trying to you know account for recovery from training and feeling good and all that sort of stuff like you need way more than that uh-huh. so with the recommended daily intake i would say you take no not- no yeah, notice of it yeah I, I not important look. at all no. and i probably should have said that at the start but it doesn't matter we've got there now yeah. not important don't worry about it yep. sweet potatoes versus white potatoes is one more of a carb <laughs> than the other this is great potato patata I think that's a good way of explaining it. They're both carbs. They're both equally carby because it's like asking if one's more of a dollar than the other dollar. It's like they're both a dollar. Um, what I do mean, you like more? Pretty much. A like, vitamin A actually is the only That's the only big, difference big between difference. the two. Yeah, yeah. So sweet potato is really high. Yeah. Apart from that, they're pretty much equal across the board. Like it's, you know, when in doubt, vary them. Just have a little bit of both. Yeah, people are like, "Oh no, white potato." Yeah. Um, well, we used to be like that. Yeah, don't. I yeah. I didn't used to eat much white potato at all, um, but I, I didn't wasn't eat pasta for years. I just wasted like so much time. I could have been enjoying it, you know, just from stuff that I used to think was right. Weird. You're an odd odd potato. Bread. We didn't eat bread for a while. No. I didn't eat bread for years. Yeah. And how much better is our life? <laughs> that is nice bread. Um. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's one of those things where it's like, oh, white potato. Damn and it. I think because white potato is used more in like, you know, I guess like unhealthier options, you know, like French fries and all that sort of stuff. Whereas sweet potatoes kind of marketed as the healthy chips, you know, like that sort of thing, which yeah. can shape your idea of what's right, what's wrong. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, it's not the potatoes you need to worry about, guys. Yeah, if you really want to get into the nitty-gritty, what's slightly healthier, sweet potato, but not enough where I would choose it over white potato. If I wanted white potato. I'd eat white potato. We had white potato tonight. We did, it was delicious. Yeah, it was good. Mm. Um, (laughs) Next question and final question. Whole grain versus white bread. Oh, for bread, rice, pasta, etc., Okay, well, let's start with bread because I think that's the main one. Well, it's just the same information, really. Yeah, true, but I think when people think whole grain versus white, they think bread. But oh, yeah. well, it is the same, but we'll talk in the context of bread at the start. Yeah. Generally, the lighter a food, the whiter a food, the less 
nutritional value there will be in it. Yep. That's Gen- a general. general rule. I was going to say we just we just spent the last two minutes talking about potatoes and how it's this like how it's close, but yeah, generally. Generally. Yep. Um. You saying that white chocolate is worse for you than white chocolate? <laughs> I'm taking that and run with it. Well, yes. There you go. White chocolate, dark chocolate. Very big difference there, isn't there? Yeah. True. <laughs> um. But again, like. You can't, like, if you're comparing a white quality sourdough to a white Wonder White, mm. big difference there. Yeah, ingredients matters. Yeah. Um, what do you like? Depends how we often you We always go have quality. It. Yeah. If you, okay, if you have toast every morning and you've got tip-top white bread... Oh, my gosh. ...probably swap it out. If, you know, if health is something that's important to you, then we swap it out. Mm. But if you just, you know, like, oh, just every fortnight, I just love a toasted sandwich. And, have your toasty. And you decide to have tip top and cheese, whatever. Yeah. Just enjoy your toasty. Enjoy like, your toasty. What you do all the time matters more than what you do a couple of times, a fortnight, a month, whatever it is. Mm. Which is important to note because we're heading into Christmas party season and a lot of people are like, you know, like, what do I do? Do I have a good time? Do I pull back like it's one month of the year where you might be a little bit more social than normal just trust your normal month, routine month is a long time man no i'm not saying every night but you might be you know like out maybe three times more than you would normally be i think it's fine okay well <laughs> i feel like <laughs> okay that didn't go that didn't go the way i thought it was gonna here. go yeah, well you need to plan accordingly well yeah Okay, so... You just... Wow, you, you just you said basically let, let the month go. No, I did not say that. Anyone who heard that, please message me tomorrow. <laughs> but it's like, what I'm saying is if you if you are confident in your normal routine, it's not going to throw you off too much. And if your normal routine holds you in good stead, then you shall be fine. That's what I'm saying. Okay, Sir Benjamin. Yeah. Okay. Well, because I said shall, now I'm sir. Yes. I understand it's a little bit late, but you don't need to get snarky. <laughs> um, anything else you want to touch on for the crew? Well, are you going to let me touch on Christmas? Oh, yeah. All right, fine. So, yeah, like plan plan for your events. Um, like know what's coming up. Don't don't be have the mentality, oh, oh it's Christmas, I've got like, – and just let everything go, you know. Have have your breakfast. Train when you normally train. Yeah, give me an example of how you say plan for the event because I think a lot of people just go like like plan what like plan how. Like plan I mean? plan your meals around it. So if you do want to have a few drinks on a Friday night, mm-hmm. you know maybe I'm not having my afternoon snack on the Friday before Friday night drinks. Yeah, yeah. It's like if you normally have a takeaway with the family on a Friday night, it's like a pizza night at home, but you know you're going to wherever and it's going to be parmer and chips or whatever it's like maybe you would have you know meat and veg on friday night and you just swap around that's sort of what we mean by planning there all all good, all good yeah advice. just don't just don't let it blow out like still enjoy it like there's no yep. reason why you can't like there mm. and you know when you are out like there are better options don't just go i'm out oh i'll just eat 20 party pies yeah it's like oh well what what else is actually available yeah i think you'd be surprised at how little you miss like what you think you might enjoy have i just thought does that make any sense i know at all? what you mean i'm not sure our what listeners i'm saying do. is it's like oh if i'm out and i don't you know like let's say 
you know what, I'm going to botch this. But you know what, I'm going to talk about it another time because I feel like it's a different discussion because we get a lot of feedback from people in our nutrition program on how little they miss the things they thought they would once they kind of prove to themselves that they don't actually need it as much as they thought. And you know That's why? Sort of what I'm getting at. Yeah, yeah. You know why though? It's the confidence in yourself and actually because I think most people it's the pressure when they're out of what other people say think Mm. you know it's oh why aren't you drinking oh why aren't you eating that oh why aren't you whereas when you're confident in what you're doing you don't actually care well it's also like when you get in the results that you've set out to get and you have trust in the process it's like nah like I'm feeling good why would I stuff that up yeah so there's that too not that you can like stuff it for long term but it's like why would I take a step back when I'm really enjoying moving forwards yeah and it's like us and takeaway like we had takeaway on Friday night um oh yeah yeah and like it was street foe yeah it was vietnamese it was all right it was nice did i enjoy (laughs) it sorry street foe if you're listening (laughs) no did i enjoy it as much as a meal we'd cook no no but we were tired and it cost me like four times as much oh yeah great discussion the cost of healthy eating next one one. next one because that was getting me all hot under the collar to an audience of absolutely no one the other day but that's worth that is a really good talking about too because if I hear one more word about how much I spend on roast pork, I'm going to bust. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, that's that's half I got. Look at that. It's oh. bedtime in our house, 8.15. Um, look forward to seeing you all in the gym this week. Or if you don't train with us and you listen, look forward to spiritually feeling you train this week, getting out in the gym, getting after it. That sort of sounds a bit weird, but whatever. <laughs> Have a good week, everyone. We look forward to probably getting back to some more episodes soon. I'm making a note right now, the cost of healthy eating. Okay. All right. Have a good night. Bye. Slash day, whenever you're listening. Bye.